welcome to this season of the Feminist Voices podcast. My name is Raleigh, and I'm one of the 2019-2020 Feminist Narratives Coordinators. This season, we sat down with student artists at Stanford to talk about their artistic journeys and learn about how they maintain their creative practices while at Stanford. For our first episode, I sat down with Maya to hear about her work as a poet and a belly dancer. We hope you enjoy! So you can start with your name, your pronouns, if you feel comfortable sharing them, and what form of art that you practice. For sure. Um, my name is Maya Salome. Um, my pronouns are she, hers. And I practice mostly poetry, but I also have a bit of a belly dance practice, and I like singing. First question is, how do you maintain or sustain your practice while at an institution like Stanford? I think universities as an institution can oftentimes be designed to extract the most like value and intellectual work as they can out of us. And so I make it a point to try and take some kind of creative course, if I can, every quarter, tragically, none this quarter. I think outside of coursework and outside of the classroom, a really important part of my art practice is like maintaining my awareness of beauty, even in the mundane. There's a lot of poetry in um, everyday things. And I think just keeping myself aware and just paying attention kind of helps me see things that sing. Mm-hmm. And was it always like that for you, or was that a practice that you had to like develop over time during your time here? I think my arrival to Stanford was, as it is for a lot of students of color, just very jarring. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think when I first got here, like it was like very much. It's an environment of privilege that I'm not accustomed to, and so I think. First, I was like kind of like weirded out by how polished everything was, um, but I think I've like the more familiar I've become with the environment, the more I've been able to kind of find like nooks and crannies and spaces in which I feel comfortable. Harmony House is a really beautiful space. The Marcas is a really beautiful space, and so being able to find like a patch of sunlight or like an especially comfortable chair somewhere helps me feel a little piece of home. And what do you believe that the role of an artist is on and off campus? There's this quote by Tony Cade Bambara, and she says, the role of the artist is to make the revolution irresistible. Mm-hmm. I take that very seriously in my work. University campuses are so unique because so many people from so many different places are coming together within the span of a couple acres. And so I think what I most enjoyed about being here is that I get to go to showcases and performances and see people speak on stories that I've never heard before. Mm-hmm. Um, off campus, I think art, and especially as a poet, I'm biased, but the written word has like a very tangible power to, obviously like poetry isn't gonna pass legislation, but poetry begins a conversation and poetry kind of exposes the wounds in a way that I think translates to people from all different backgrounds and upbringings. Mm-hmm. So I think that's really powerful. How can art be an inspiration for activism? Or if you want to take that question another way, how does your art inspire the activism that you participate in? Hmm. I think as a concept, art inspires activism because I think, especially in American college campuses, we don't have a lot of cultural literacy. Mm -hmm. Um, I think people, when you get here, you either react with fear or with confusion and curiosity to the amazing amount of diversity that you encounter here. Um, 
and I'm diversity in all senses of the word, socioeconomic status and political opinions as well. Um, and I think that art kind of helps you gain like a cultural literacy about where people are coming from. I think the art that I practice and the art that I consume affects my own like activism in the limited sense that I do activism um, would be, I think it helps remind me of like the human basis of theory. I try to educate myself as much as I can about like, you know, the actual political and theoretical underpinnings of oppression. But I think art has always been like the, the visceral experience of others, which I think really resonates with me. How, what is your process like when you are creating? Like the question says, do you know what you want your art to say when you begin your process? Or is that something that comes to you as mm. you are doing it? I don't think I, I'm ever able to sit down on my laptop and like bang something out. Mm -hmm. I have like a 30 page Google document full of like snatches, like one-liners or like a stanza that I haven't really put together yet. And I call my process like Tetrising. So like mm -hmm. sometimes I'll just sit down and like with a kind of amorphous feeling that I'm trying to express and cobble together different lines and see see what they tell me, I think. Mm -hmm. um, there's a long history of like epic Arab storytelling and I've been thinking a lot about coherence as a very Eurocentric narrative construct. Mm -hmm. And so I guess I I carry that, that tendency to like ramble and go on tangents and really delight in the power of speaking and the pleasure of it. Um, definitely got that from my mom. But yeah, so I think I very much have a cobbler together of things. Mm -hmm. What do you either foresee for yourself in the future in your art practice or what do you hope for for your art practice in the future hmm. outside of Stanford? Yeah, I guess the dream is always a book. I have like a long Google Doc that in my mind is my book. So if that ever gets published, that's like as far as I can see now. I think one of my biggest dreams has always been to like make a living off of poetry, but I'm majoring in psychology, so we'll see how that works out for me. I care a lot about being able to learn from artists I admire, um, being able to meet the writers that I've read and loved for so long. What has it been like sort of making a creative community for yourself here? Is that something that you feel is like your main community or do you draw from various communities? Um, I think I'm lucky enough to like have membership in so many different creative communities that like really like feed me in unexpected ways. Uh, I'm part of the Spoken Word Collective and everyone there is amazing and talented and kind. And I think it's really great to like be able to hear from other writers, not like just in the context of like polished performance, but like in the messy work of process. Um, I think we oftentimes consume art in its seventh version, polished and on a wall, um, when art is like the much more gory, bloody, messy experience of cobbling together eight different drafts or painting over like 10 different brush strokes. I'm not a visual artist, but <laughs> I, I'm guessing how that, that's how it works. I'm very passionate about being able to observe work in process. I think that's when it's at its most like living and breathing. And so my membership in spaces like spoken word, I'm working with Ida and that's an amazing like all the fellows there, so, so wonderful. And working at the Marcas as the artist in residence has been a really, like, big learning experience for me. I've been learning more about, like, organizing and event organizing and how to draw energy from a space with intentionality. I feel very lucky to, like, be able to synthesize my experience in, like, so many different creative communities and, 
like use that to feed my own work and also to try and like watch other like nurture other artists growth and stuff is there anything about the way that Stanford consumes art that you wish was different or is there anything that you would change about the way that art is received on this campus hmm oh that's a good one I think I sometimes have problems with and I, I guess I have no clear I'm still something that I'm thinking about so no delineated opinion but I do have very mixed feelings about I can sometimes feel that like uh, certain students voyeuristically consume art mm-hmm. and especially um, poetry and other art that like concerns itself with historical traumas and visceral experiences that are bloody and unpleasant and messy um, that sometimes when people consume that kind of art that it can become voyeuristic or some kind of like cultural tourism that isn't very well intentioned um i think the best way that a stanford student could consume art is by like showing up to an event um, maybe trying to not record as much as they can um, trying as much to like engage with how that performer is trying to like emotionally rouse like a performance needs an audience and the audience member is an essential part of a performance Mm -hmm. and so acknowledging their responsibility to respect the work and to be as present as they can be I think responsible engagement is very important Mm -hmm. thank you Thank you so much for listening. Tune in next week where we speak with Kiara about their practice as a writer.